riding the waves sand snow water or life hello everyone and welcome to the podcast of the ordinary maverick this is ajay your host an ordinary maverick sharing real life thoughts and experiences and maverick tips if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet please do so and you will not miss another episode it was the drive of a lifetime i must say from pretoria the capital city of south africa to the southern border of namibia to a campsite near the orange river this is a 1200 kilometers each way and we drove back and forth when we went for a rafting trip on the orange river the entire drive was done between me and my daughter and we had a time for life she was relatively a new driver having just recently gotten her driver's license learners that too and i was the one that taught her driving so it was memorable in that way too the teacher and the student on the road together with my wife being the navigator we went for miles without seeing a soul or another car even on the roads such was the remoteness of that part of the country and in that remoteness was the beauty rugged landscapes surrounded us and that was all the eyes could see it was like one of those movies you know when you are the only car driving on a long winding road amidst the uh, desert and the mountains the fun part was that we stopped along the way and explored an area known as kagala gadi or the kalahari it's a remote wild and unspoiled semi desert area with red sand dunes sparse vegetation and lots of big cats yes the huge black maned lions are famous there the name kagala gadi means the land of thirst or thirst land we spent two nights at the witsand kalahari nature reserve en route to crossing the border at namibia and we created memories for a lifetime that's where we tried our hand at sandboarding or shall i say dune boarding which sand means white sand and it's because of the color of the sand which contrasts against the surrounding red kalahari sands i still recall the stunning sight of seeing the flowing white dunes cradled by contrasting red kalahari sand the place is home to famous roaring sands of the kalahari and over 150 bird species you may wonder why it's called roaring sands well the countless millions of grains of sands which make up the dunes rub together to emit a deep reverberating hum this phenomena takes place when the weather is hot and dry and then when you get to the dunes you can hear a rumble sound close to a roaring sound coming back to our experience of dune boarding it was just amazing we used sandboards you know like the snowboard Although sandboards are specially made and are much harder than snowboard bases built out of laminex or formica we had never done this before and tried to understand all the instructions while collecting the boards from the counter at the reserve making our way to the top of the sand dune we then watched friends and folks who looked like as if they knew what they were doing you know <laughs> we were with a great group of friends and some had done this before so it was kind of good because they were able to share some practical tips with us there are different ways of dune boarding you can sandboard down the dune with your feet strapped to the board and then balancing on top of the board as you slide down the dune or you can also sit down on the board and slide yourself down the dune and lie down on the board and do the same the main thing is to get that push 
and get started on the slide downwards. And then you're off, racing down the dune and just need to keep your balance so as to not fall off. Sandboarding can look easy, but it's not that simple. The dunes can be incredibly steep and tall and the sand is often loose and powdery, so difficult to keep the balance. And of course, if you do fall, you will be covered with sand from head to toe. Similarly, one does snowboarding down the hill covered with snow. But dune and sandboarding seem more like surfing. It's about how one maintains balance and goes with the flow and manages your weight on top of the board. And you do the same while surfing too. It's a bit different for snowboarding. Guess that's because snow-covered mountains are a bit harder on the surface compared to the softer sand and the fluidity of water. I say this because we have tried our hand at surfing too. And again, what an experience that was. And at a beautiful location in South Africa on the eastern coast and the place was also famous for a hole in the wall. Yes, you heard that right. Hole in the wall. We were intrigued too when we first heard the name and planned a road trip to see it firsthand. It's an extraordinary natural arch and takes the form of a hole pierced through a wall of sandstone and shale by the waves of the sea located at the mouth of the Mpako River near a place called Coffee Bay on the east coast of South Africa. This site dates back 260 million years and is surrounded by legends and mythology. From a scientific basis, it is believed that the continuous wave action against the softer sandstone wore away the cliff walls and created the hole. This hole and the wall itself is massive. We were so fascinated by the name Coffee Bay, being major coffee lovers ourselves, and planned a great road trip from Pretoria to Coffee Bay, stopping along the way at different spots and finally reaching and staying in Coffee Bay for about a week. Lots of memorable experiences there, including trying surfing in the ocean. We also enjoyed a day trip and trekked our way across the cliff to see the hole in the wall and it totally, totally lived up to its name and history. Stunning arch that one reaches after a beautiful scenic hike through the mountain trail. For surfing, this place is ideal for beginners. It offers gentle smooth ride breaking wave which is much easier to manage and hold balance when one is starting off. As a family, we enjoyed daily surfing lessons having signed up for them at the backpackers place where we were staying. I've shared about the fantastic trips we have had and our stays at uh, backpackers hostels in earlier podcast episodes, enjoying the local flavor and meeting great folks on these trips. Coffee Bay gets its name from hundreds of coffee trees which grew from beans scattered by a shipwreck of plunderers. At least that's what the story says. When we reached there, Coffee Bay was a small village, very picturesque with stunning views and a largely rural community. We remember our time there very fondly and just the thought of Coffee Bay brings a smile to all our faces. And of course, the experience of surfing there does stand out in our memories. It's the same with our experience of snowboarding and snow tubing. 
one goes up the hill with your snowboard or the tube and then comes sliding down gaining momentum with the slide enjoying the adrenaline rush and the cold winter breeze on the face snow sports in the winter has its own magic and we did some of this during our holidays in the us over the years you're all covered up in winter gear and with skiing or snowboarding or tubing the speed with which you come down the mountain really gets your adrenaline going and the best part is the steaming hot cocoa that one enjoys after these skiing and snow adventures sandboarding snowboarding tubing and surfing were all fun sports and we enjoyed experiencing them all But I must say these sports brought home the fact that once you're in the moment like you have started down the sand dune or you have started riding the wave or you're going down the snow covered mountain then there is no turning back the only way is to keep going and in many ways it's similar to the fall forward component of the maverick formula well fellow mavericks life and waves the ups and downs they just come one must ride these and come safely across we cannot control the wave or the mounds in the sand dunes or the snow clad mountains and in life too it's the same can't control how your life goes and the events that take place but what you can control is your response like how you ride the wave This requires resilience, refocus, rebalance, basically centering yourself or oneself so that you don't topple over. There are some famous related sayings like you can't stop the waves but you can learn to surf. Basically meaning you can learn to balance and ride the wave and make it safely across. However, we know that waves can be strong and can knock you down. Be it in the sand or in the water or the snow, one just has to get right back up. Here is another thought. When we went sandboarding, the person giving out the boards tried to tailor the board to the person. The height, weight, adult or child, it was the same for surfing. Well, in life too, one must be well prepared. it's not as if one size fits all you cannot look at another person and think that their approach or preparation will work for you you must do it yourself and tailor it only and only then will it work the more resilience you garner the more strongly you can ride the wave another aspect to think about you need to face it alone ride the wave yourself can't rely on others but you can take the tips and the experiences and learn from others which you must in surfing there is a term called pop back up basically that means that the moment a wave hits you you must pop back up and balance so you can get a chance to ride the next wave that's how it is in life too there is disappointment despair anger frustration but we just have to pop back up be ready for the next one and the next and believe you me nothing is more exhilarating than making it to the finish point be it sandboarding snowboarding surfing 
or in a life well lived. Do keep writing your comments and sharing a feedback via our Instagram at the Ordinary Maverick or through our hashtag the Ordinary Maverick. I love hearing from you. This is Ajay signing off and wishing you have an amazing day, a super amazing year. Keep well, stay safe. Credits. This podcast series was put together as a team effort from the Bhardwaj family. Concept, design, title, researchers and reviewers Ajay, Sanjana, Avantika and Niharika Bhardwaj. Script, Sanjana. Cover design, Niharika. All rights reserved.